Welcome to the Fod Eater Fod Path. <laughs> hey, Froth. It's Hobbs from Random Screed. Hey, man. You are doing the work. You're doing the good work. That uh, epi- Those episodes about all the stuff you're putting on your blog where you talk about it, I think that's fantastic. And being able to just gather everything up, you know, talking about your campaign. They're kind of long for me, but I understand why, and it all makes sense. And uh, I really enjoyed listening to it. Made me want to check out some of those blogs. I haven't done it yet because I'm a lackadaisical piece of poop. But I did enjoy it for sure. And uh, like I say, man, keep it up, brother. You're uh, you're doing good work, man, and it's much, much appreciated by me. And as far as I know, all the rest of the Anchorites, too. You are a pillar of the community, sir. Thank you. Kind words there from Jason Hobbs. Appreciate that. Of course, from Hobbs and Friends podcast, Random Screed. It's got some YouTube stuff going on. Bunch of stuff going on. So thank you very much. Thank you all for listening. This is Froth here, Thought Eater Blog, Thought Eater Podcast, and something new, the Psionic Platypus Zine. Yes, if you've been listening uh, the last few episodes, I've kind of been hinting at working on some some stuff behind the scenes, and this is a uh, a free pay what you want uh, one page print and fold pocket mod zine. It's got uh, U.S. letter and A4 sizes available, and uh, it's up on Drive Through now. You can also go over to the Thought Eater blog and find out some more information. And uh, i got some other stuff going on, too. I'll get to that later in the show. And on Friday, I'm going to do a, a shameless self-promotion, five-minute Friday, to talk more about the zine and some other stuff. But um, anyway, so what uh, Hobbs was referring to with the blogs and all that, well, it's Wednesday. It's Hump Day Blogorama. So if you've listened to this show before, welcome back. If you've never checked it out before, look... I love RPG blogs. It's one of my favorite things about this hobby because there's so many creative people, so much talent, and people expressing themselves in different ways on their blogs. And it's just a, you know, a constant wave of awesomeness, quite frankly. And so I'm, you know, putting on a fake mustache and lurking in the OSR Discord. I'm uh, putting on a raincoat and a fedora and kind of keeping a low profile over the OSR Reddit. I'm following along Twitter bots. I mean, I've got, I'm on the read or die blog roll, the Thought Eater blog, 700 blogs deep. I'm doing the research for y'all. No stone left unturned, looking for killer stuff. I follow along with it all week. I compile some stuff that really caught my eye that I'd like to share. And then I uh, talk about it here on the podcast. And then over at the Thought Eater blog, it's frothsoft, frothsofdnd.blogspot.com, frothsoftdnd.blogspot.com, or just Google for Thought Eater blog. I compile all the links, uh, make it easy for you. You can go over there and check that out. And hey, if, you, if, you, if you're listening today and you enjoy it, go back and check the archives. Just follow that Hump Day Blogorama label on the blog. Uh, I've kind of built up a nice collection of archives now on these and the stuff, you know, it's not like it goes stale or goes bad after a week. The stuff stays cool. So if you like this, go and look at the other stuff that I've got compiled for you and tell me I'm wrong. It's awesome. Tell me I'm wrong. All right. So that's the intro I've got for you. And 
so here we go. All right, so I always start off talking about uh, RPG maps, cartographers, uh, you know, sometimes the unsung heroes of the RPG games, RPG world. And um, one blog that I've talked about before, Bat in the Attic, batintheattic.blogspot.com, Rob Conley's blog, put up a really cool post. And this is almost like Sherlock Holmes, uh, you know, classic RPG cartography type stuff because um, he's talking about trying to um, figure out the uh, the scale of the old uh, city-state of the world emperor Judges Guild map and saying it's one of the mysteries of the original run of Judges Guild products you know 35 year old mystery how big were the hexes and goes through uh, well you have to read it to really appreciate it but takes the uh, Tarantus supplement and compares the city map from there, since it's drawn to a, as a with a similar style, kind of superimposes them to figure out that the the hexes are probably 120 feet. And so this was just a, it's not so much about the map as it is the kind of the scholarship and the creativity behind it. So um, go over there and check that out. Rob Conley, uh, Judges Guild aficionado, tons of stuff with the Wilderlands, um, and. Uh, now solving the 35-year-old mystery of what sizes were the hexes that's on the city-state of the world emperor map. Uh, Gabor Lux, a.k.a. Milan, over at Beyond uh, Fommelhout, um, beyondfommelhout.blogspot.com, um, does a great zine that I'm going to mention later in the um, show, um, Echoes from Fommelhout, but uh, this post is called The Dungeons of uh, Morthymian. And it's all about uh, this uh, mega dungeon that uh, Gabor's working on. And so he's got the uh, mega dungeon itch again. He's going back on some old stuff that he'd done before and is now working on the dungeons of Morthymian. Uh, and so it's got like a, a level plan, you know, side view cutout deal that I put up on the blog. And uh, it's got like one level done and already sort of play tested and put up a PDF where you can download the uh, the first level already. So definitely want to check that out. And like I said, we'll come back to Gabor Lux's killer stuff later in the show. Speaking of killer stuff, Dr. Jonathan Newell, one of the... One day everyone will have heard of this guy as far as the uh, the, the cartography goes. Uh, does the bearded-devil.com blog. Put up a great post that... Even just aside from the awesome maps around this thing, is really great how I run a city crawl campaign. So this is definitely worth just to read through to um, see his approach on how he does it. It's got the maps are just unholy good. It's called Bearded Devil. Maybe there's a deal with the devil here to have this kind of talent. Uh, so I put up a couple there on the blog. Um, it's got lots of images on this post. It's just one that you'll have to go through and read. Like I say, it reads great, but then you add in the incredible artwork on top of it. And, uh, this is one that, uh, I'm going to just go ahead and, yeah, print it to a PDF. One cool thing that you'll see on blogs is, uh, you know, there'll be these different series where a bunch of bloggers will take part in them. Uh, you know, it'll be a, RPG a day, you know, and uh, 
some you know some topic blog carnivals where people all post on the same topic for a month and then uh april there's this uh, blogging from a to z april challenge the a to z challenge and uh so this is the kind of thing that i would start probably and you know be like yeah coming in strong a b and c i'm, I'm running you know doing great and by the time i get to l you know i'm already done but uh and then you know but i like these things too because you gotta you know, wait and see what people do for X, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, anyway, um, several bloggers have taken part this year, and uh, I'm not going to spend too much time going over what each of them's done because they're already up to, you know, like G or something, but I've got links to several different blogs that are uh, doing this this year. Uh, one is the In My Campaign blog. It's uh, www.kjd dash imc like in my campaign.org kjd dash imc.org uh bx black razor is doing it that's bx black razor dot blogspot.com theirs is on uh, all caramicos themed so i'd mentioned what they were doing on caramicos before so that's really cool um over at sea of stars rpg.wordpress.com looks like an a to z on the uh, their sea of stars setting uh really cool and then the Halls of the Nephilim blog, this is punverse.blogspot.com. They've got some different like creatures and NPCs up, uh, kind of statted for swords and wizardry. Um, so that's really cool as well. Finally, uh, mythopoicrambling.wordpress.com. Mytho, M-Y-T-H-O-P-O-E-I-C-R-A-M-B-L-I-N-G.wordpress.com. Mythopoeic rambling, or you can just go over to the Thought Eater blog. Don't try to write that down while you're driving or anything, but uh, they're not doing it this year, but they did say, you know, they did it the first two years of the blog. So they've got the series up for April's past, A to E. So it's uh, archives of a couple of the years, um, uh, 2011 and 2012, that they're putting up. So you can learn your alphabet on the blogs. If, you, if you're rusty on your alphabet, you can learn it on the blogs in April. So uh, several bloggers doing that. Go and check that out. Encourage them to keep it up, not lose steam. So the last couple of weeks um, have seen some major OSR releases. I mean, like the Psionic Platypus Zine by yours truly, for example. I mean, it's a major OSR release. Nah, but seriously. Some real huge releases, um, not just for OSR, but otherwise. One, uh, Patrick Stewart's Silent Titans, I, I know is out in PDF, but I haven't seen a, a review go up yet. That might be just one that um, people are still trying to digest the awesomeness of, so uh, maybe we'll see a review of that on next week's show. But um, uh, the Black Hack 2nd Edition uh, is out. I, I hear um, folks talking about it, Anchorites. Um, podcasting about it and uh, Ramanon over at Save vs. Total Party Kill. Uh, he puts up a lot of awesome stuff on his uh, his site, generators and stuff, and then hosts the uh, file that a lot of people use to read their OSR blogs, and uh, also does the Rammies, which is you know you've heard of the Innies, but that's kind of like chopped liver. The only the only awards that have ever really truly mattered is the Rammies, and that's uh, kind of how you know you, if you made it in the industry. Um, but anyway, um, Ramanon's done some 
some good reviews lately. He was talking about uh, Harlem Unbound, you know, for uh, Call of Cthulhu or Trail of Cthulhu. And uh, then did this one on the Black Hack 2nd Edition. So uh, definitely go over there and check that out. Uh, Troika 2nd Edition, the Numinous Edition, is out as well. And uh, Zedek Sue over at zedeksu.tumblr.com. Another, uh, you know, OSR uh, luminary uh, people are digging on. Um, uh, did a great review of Troika. So this is one that I know talking with some of the other anchorites. I know um, Colin Green at Spike Pit was talking about loving this one. So, um, and the artwork just looks crazy. And uh, Ramanon was putting up some pictures of this one. On Twitter, it's got like the spine where it's got kind of different pastel colors to tell you where you are in the book. The layout looks crazy. So if you're interested in Troika, you can check that one out. You can tell that I, I've got the first edition black hack. I don't have the 2E yet. I didn't back it. And then, you know, I didn't back Troika because I didn't, I hadn't done the knowledge on it yet. Uh, but I'll pick it, you know, I'm going to find a way to pick that up. Just looking at the cover, I'm like, yeah, I got to get that. Uh, but a great review over there at uh, zdexu.tumblr.com. And, uh, again, you can find all these links over at the Thought Eater blog. Uh, something I did back, always back, uh, Jeffrey Talanian stuff. I love Astonishing Swordsman and Sorcerers of Hyperborea. Uh, great, great game. Riff on first edition AD&D with killer classes, awesome flavor. The artwork's unbelievable. Uh, there was a Kickstarter recently for... A, a kind of a revamp of an older adventure with some added material, uh, GM screen, uh, some killer uh, retro style character sheets, and a player's manual, like broken off from the main book. The main book's one of these ones that could, you know, if you dropped it on your foot, you know, you might break your foot. <laughs> Huge book. And uh, having a player's manual is really helpful. And uh, so over at indiegaming.com, I-N-D-Y, you know, indie, indiegaming.com. And there's actually a, uh, a video review up uh, that is worth checking out if you're interested in that. And then finally at uh, psychicmayhem.blogspot.com, psychicmayhem.blogspot.com. There's a review, a fair review of the uh, new Dungeons & Dragons Stranger Things starter set. Now, even if this review is savage, that's one I'm going to end up buying because uh, I, I, I like Stranger Things. Um, I'm not so jaded where I hate on stuff. You know what I mean? Like some people like, it seems like they'll hate on anything, but, um, I, I enjoy it. Watch it with the wife. And I love that they had thrown the D and D stuff in there. And, uh, you know, I don't expect this to be a masterpiece. Uh, not a lot of wizard stuff really is to be honest with you, but, um, I do like five E and, um, this looks cool to me. And I thought this was a fair review. It gives you the good and the bad, you know, good, bad, the ugly on it. Um, so, and I know, uh, I heard Tim shorts over the Gothridge Manor podcast talking about picking this up. Cause I guess they were selling these at GameStop or something, something weird. And I saw another blogger, uh, I guess is Mark Craddock at cross Plains, If I'm remembering correctly, talking about how wizards wasn't doing the brick and mortar support anymore, you know, giving them the books early. So I don't know how I feel about that. Um, you know. I, I, I'm sure I'd hate it if I was running a, um, you know, a store, a game shop, but, um, I don't know what the 
thought process is. Maybe they're trying to, you know, spread the D&D around as it's getting so huge. <clears throat> but uh, that's a whole different conversation. You go over to psychicmayhem.blogspot.com and you can check out this review of the Stranger Things starter set. All right, so this is really awesome. Uh, Jeremy Strandberg over at the Spouting Lore blog, spoutinglore.blogspot.com. Uh, we talked about last week about Google Plus dying and, you know, all those communities just lost. Uh, not just OSR, on and on and on. Fantastic support, you know, years and years of conversations for all kinds of different games. Well, Jeremy Strandberg deserves a huge thank you because over the mentions over the past months, they went through to archive, archive about 30 RPG communities and backed them up on a WordPress sites. So it's blades in the dark, the dungeon world tavern, uh, lamp black and brimstone powered by the apocalypse, the sprawl, the veil, the watch, uncharted worlds, urban shadows, basically all the gauntlet worlds in peril on and on and on like 30 different communities. It says 37,000 posts, 282,000 comments saved. So what can you say? I mean, I'm sure every RPG uh, enthusiast, every member of every community wishes they had had a Jeremy Strandberg to do this. So um, it's all archived there on the blog with links to all the, the um, communities. And um, so... If anybody deserves a thank you, it's Jeremy Strandberg. So if you're into these games, um, you should go over there to this post, the Spouting Lore blog, and give him a big thank you because that is awesome. Way to go, Jeremy. Random tables are a frequent topic on the Hump Day Blogorama. Um, I love them, and a lot of other bloggers love them too. It's just great for improv, um, great for inspiration. Great for me when I get stuck, you know, or just uh, to get adventure ideas or really just to mess around with them and roll and just see what you get. I just enjoy that too. Um, there's a whole blog called Randroll, R-A-N-D-R-O-L-L.com, Randroll. It's just a blog on random tools and tables, and so they're always putting up something cool, an interview or linking to something else. And uh, one of the things they talked about today, not today, one of the things I'm talking about today, but that that was posted a couple weeks ago. Um, it was about Chartopia. And this is chartopia.d12dev.com. Um, and what this is, it's a collection of uh, random tables, and they're all kind of like embedded on the site. So it's got a little button to roll. So you can just, you know, roll on them right there. Like, uh, let's look at one. How about a name generator? Replicating the name generator from the 5e DMG uh, Dungeon Master screen. Vazanol. Ooh, it sounds like <laughs> some kind of some kind of medicine, Vazanol. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a medicine that might cause nightmares, uh, hallucinations. Um, you know, make sure your liver's all right before taking Vazanol. Anyway, uh, what's cool about this? You can create your own on there, and it's got all these search filters. So if I just want to search for encounter generators or just search for spells or just search for this that and the other so really cool tool collections on um, different games like i'm seeing one of the dark of hot springs island here seeing one for uh moldvay basic D, D treasure types 
one for Iron Sworn game. Um, you know, it's really cool. So uh, you can actually make your own on here or search and find ones uh, maybe related to a game you're already playing and just have a handy tool. So between both uh, randroll.com and this chartopia.d12dev.com, you've got more than enough on the uh, random table front this week to keep you uh, rolling for a long time. Some really interesting variant rules and stuff that I saw uh, over the week, and I thought I'd share that with you. One that I thought was really cool, this is at the Retired Adventurer blog, retiredadventurer.blogspot.com. Hey V, you want to say hello on the podcast real quick? Say hello to the listeners out there. Hello to the listeners out there. <laughs> My dad told me to do that. Uh... That's my sweetie, also known as Elizabeth, in the campaign we run. Also uh, known as Violet Smith. Also known as Violet Smith. Also soon be a published author, because she's going to have an adventure in the next Psionic Platypus zine. Uh, I'll talk more about that later. Uh, sorry to get off topic there. She was running in, grabbing something, so thought she'd let, let her say hi to y'all. Um, so anyway... Retired Adventure Blog, retiredadventurer.blogspot.com. Really interesting post called Flipping the Core Mechanic of Mithras. If you don't know what Mithras is, it's basically based on, um, basically based on basic role-playing. <laughs> uh, so the Chaosium uh, BRP, you know, that they use for, you know, that's kind of the same engine as RuneQuest. Call of Cthulhu, you'll see it for a bunch of other games. Uh, Legend, Renaissance. Um, you know, basically a D100 deal. Roll under. Well, they're talking about flipping the core mechanic around and simplifying it. So it's got the math and everything on here uh, and, you know, making it be a roll high thing instead of a roll low. So um, uh, anyway, let's see if there's a couple quotes from here. Oh, classic froth dead dead silence. <laughs> I get fired from radio for that. Anyway, if you want to see about the math on flipping the D100 rolls from roll under to roll high, and uh, they're talking about calling it maybe target 101 or something like that, making a little system out of it. I thought it was an interesting read, so go over to retiredadventurer.blogspot.com. Check out flipping the core mechanic of Mithras. Oh, man. Once I get to this... A little over the halfway point, y'all. All bets are off. All right, so this is really cool. Cackle Charm at the Mance blog, themancegaming.blogspot.com. 50 methods of balancing magic in your game. Now, you might be like, Froth, what is balance? Uh, you know, But what this really is, it's, it's really like 50 house rules for spell casters is what it really amounts to. And a lot of this is stuff that you probably already using like i know i use you know random you know they have to find you know I, I roll randomly what spells they find in the game you know they're not you know cherry picking exactly what they want and all that but it's got stuff like tying uh spells to items um level limits and experience penalties um uh let's see Uh, I'm trying to read some of those interesting ones. 
uh, increasing the time scale of a typical game mechanic. Instead of spells recharging one day, they they recover slower than that. Spells failure and backfire, uh, the kind of thing you'll see in uh, DCC. Um, and it's like, what's cool about this is it's actually, it's not one or two things, it's 50. So I was like reading through this, like, wow, you got to have some creativity to come up with 50 different, you know, spell variants. And they made it like a D50 chart and just said, just keep rolling on this until you feel balance has been achieved. So I thought it was a great post. If you're thinking of different uh, house rules for magic users, Rob C from the Down in a Heap uh, podcast, one of the legendary world-renowned, highly celebrated OSR Anchorites. The podcast here on Anchor, uh, the Down in the Heap podcast, was talking about some spellcasting variants and stuff the other day on on one of his uh, podcasts. And so this is just something cool like that, you know, 50 different variants for kind of house rules or how to balance uh, spellcasters in your game. So get over to the mancegaming.blogspot.com and have a look at that. And then finally, on the variant front, uh, the Wandering Alchemist blog, thewanderingalchemist.com, has a post up called Year of 4E, Minions. And so for a while it talks about 4th Edition's Minions. And now, Minions is one of the things that even people that hate on 4E will sometimes compliment. You know, the whole idea with Minions is it's just, you can have a bunch of them since they all just had like one hit point. So it's really basically you hit them, they go down. But they're a great way to make, you know, large encounters where you're not having to track a ton of hit points. Because there's no real difference once something's, you know, once your characters are suitably high level. Between a minion and a goblin, really. And who wants to just say, okay, this one's got two hit points and this one's got four and let me just track that. Uh Uh-oh, you only did three damage. I'm going to track this one for another round with one hit point. It's very easy just to say one hit point or just to say, okay, if somebody hits them, they go down. And other things that were cool about them is they have little effects tied to them. Like if you killed one, they get one attack off as they died or maybe explode or different things like that. Um, so I, I, I like minions and I still kind of use them in my game. So, I, you know, when I don't feel like tracking hit points, I'll just say, okay, yeah, you hit the goblin, the goblin goes down. Cause what, you know, what's the point? Um, uh, but anyway, towards the end of it, they give some ideas on how to use, uh, minions and fifth edition and stuff like that so i thought that was cool uh and so that is what i have on the variant front for you today all right you can do it froth keep going lots of cool just kind of miscellaneous don't fit under one you know major heading uh post um this week and i'm just going to kind of bounce through them because there are several of them and uh but uh, i invite you to go over to the thought eater blog and look through these because uh, some good stuff like at uh, the Wandering Gamist blog. It's wanderinggamist.blogspot.com. Uh, the author here just identified as John uh, went on a hiking, went to a hiking seminar, and it, you know talking about prep and essentials that you need for a hike and stuff like that. And it's tying it into like wilderness adventures. And so this could give you some ideas. I thought it was cool. Um, so go over there and check out the wanderinggamist.blogspot.com. That post uh, notes from a hiking seminar could give you some inspiration for wilderness adventures and stuff. Then uh, Delta's D&D Hotspot uh, should be familiar to people um, into OSR games, certainly. Delta's D&D.blogspot.com. Um, 
Stats Saturday, AD&D Wandering Monster Rankings. Uh, and it's a says, Commentator G.B. Varus has generously shared with us this delightful piece of work, a complete analysis of the relative chances of encountering any AD&D monster in the dungeon based on the encounter tables in the 1E DMG. So if that sounds like interesting, something interesting to you, seeing the chances of encountering different AD&D monsters, uh, just seeing the math on that, I thought that was a cool post, so go over to deltasdnd.blogspot.com, have a look at that. At the Phantom Roll Booth, phantomrollbooth.blogspot.com, there's a post called Help, I'm Cheating at D&D. &D. And this is uh, Marcy Vellen. And uh, they put this post up. I was seeing people talking about this on Twitter today, some back and forth. Some people are getting really passionate about this, about fudging rolls. Honestly, I mean, y'all know me, or if you haven't listened to me, whatever's fun for you, whatever works for you. I don't, you know, hate on how someone else does something. You know what I mean? It's just not worth it. I don't spend my energy that way. But, um, personally, if you want to know what I do, I don't fudge, you know, part of it's cause, uh, my main campaign now is really based on roll 20 and I'm not going to just hide every single roll or whatever. So they see the rolls. Uh, but in my home game, I don't fudge either. Uh, even when I'm playing with my daughter, you know, um, but if I can see that there are times when somebody might want to do that for the story or whatever, and, and I don't feel like, um, you know, <laughs> I don't feel any urge to tell somebody that they're <laughs> right or wrong for playing it that way. But this was a, an interesting, uh, uh, post, uh, from someone that, that does and kind of goes into some um, it's really well written, uh, indicating why they do and, uh, some anecdotes and stuff like that. So, um, anyway, it, I thought it was a good read. If you want to read it, uh, go to phantomrollbooth.com, check out that post, help I'm cheating at D and D. Uh, let's see. Hidden in shadows. This is the bogswood.blogspot.com. B O G G S wood.blogspot.com. Uh, this is the person that did, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's the, uh, um, uh, dragons at dawn. It's like a OSR game where the, the idea was to make a, you know, as close to possible game based on, um, Arneson's original rules. Uh, so it was looking at interviews with people that played in the Blackmore games, uh, interviews with, um, David Arneson himself. Um, extemporaneous writings, um, other games that um, Arneson uh, did, like looking at the material from the first fantasy campaign that uh, you know Judges Guild put out, and so this is a long, well-researched article about um, the armor system of uh, David Arneson. So this is one that uh, if you're into just like history of D and D, you might like to read if you want to kind of see uh the scholarship here um if you're uh into that kind of thing you know who you are so you go over to bogswood b-o-g-g-s wood.blogspot.com and check out the thoughts on arneson's armor class post uh at dmdavid.com dm david put up a post uh that's a fun read called the history of traps and dungeons and dragons and just kind of going through how traps have uh, developed and changed from system from addition to addition and D D. So that's kind of just a fun read, fun overview. 
So if you want to read about the history of traps and Dungeons and Dragons, go over to dmdavid.com and have a look at that. And then there was a great post at the Throne of Salt blog, throneofsalt.blogspot.com, a layman's guide to hard sci-fi and 200 posts. So there are 200 posts, but also this layman's guide to hard sci-fi. And uh, yeah, so Dan over there put this up. And now when I play run sci-fi, it's not hard sci-fi. <laughs> I guess you would call it incredibly soft sci-fi. Uh, but um, it's not that I don't like it. It's that, uh, well, it's that I could probably use more posts like this that actually give me some some knowledge, you know. So it, it, it's got a lot of uh, facts and stuff that, that you might not be aware of or that uh, you can take and kind of store in your brain and might help you the next time you're running some science fiction. It uh, links to videos uh, explaining some of this stuff, and um, it's really well done. Um, and, and it's kind of done in a tongue-in-cheek kind of funny manner. Um, the, Dan here is a, a talented writer, so this is a great read. So if you're running a science fiction game, whether it's Traveler or White Star or what have you, um, and this one got a lot of good response too. It's a, it's a really nice post. So you go to throneofsalt.blogspot.com, have a look at that layman's guide to hard sci-fi. All right, final topic. Zines, baby. Zines, zines, zines. Oh, I love zines. Who doesn't, really? Um, and there's been a... I mean, we're just getting over the Kickstarter zine quest. You know, that stuff's only recently funded, so everybody's knee-deep working on getting those zines done. And then now we got a wave of a bunch of more cool stuff. So that's what I thought I'd talk about today. I've loved zines since back in my skateboarding days. We make skate zines. And um, lots of cool stuff. Rich Frazier, one of the celebrated, highly touted OSR Anchorites, does the Cockatrice Nuggets podcast here on Anchor. Wanted to give Rich a shout. It just released uh, Nuggets number two. Uh, Rich's zine is out. So it's got, I've got links to that over here. I also mentioned uh, Gabor Lux doing the Echoes from Fommelhout zine. One of my favorites. Uh, really good zine. And it's, uh, it's dense, packed with information. I think one of them had like three full adventures in it. It'll send you maps that go with it, you know, fold-out maps on top of it. Also dropped a new adventure called The Lost Valley of Kishar. So I got links to that stuff up there. If you've never checked that one out and you're into OSR, you'll love that Echoes from Fommelhout. I don't miss an issue of that. Then uh, Nate Treem, who does the uh, In the Light of the Ghost Star game, um, is doing over at uh, itch.io is doing this pamphlet dungeon jam and uh, these are like little zines that are just like one page like pamphlet zines and um, so I've got the links up to that a lot of people participating uh, Nate's got some too I'm looking at Temple of the Bat Serpent right now uh, this is awesome several people jumped in uh, including Frank Turfler another one of the legendary celebrated often uh, often imitated um, um, <laughs> I've been at this for too long today ah oh, boy Frank Turfler legend <laughs> he's got one up on there 
So, and then Diogo Nogueira is, is doing some of these. And Diogo, I've mentioned before, never sleeps. Just had two games come out. And fresh off that, Diogo's got this whole micro RPG for little kids, lost in the fantasy world, uh, adventures for it. Uh, Diogo, take it easier, making us all look back. Ah. And then, uh, to top it off, Chris Tam, legendary Chris Tam over at Elf Maids and Octopi, he heard about the pamphlets, so of course he's already got four of them done, you know? Uh, <laughs> I mean, he is just as prolific as it gets. Uh, back uh, Chris's Patreon, I highly recommend that. You get some of these goodies from Chris, so you've got... You know, you've got these three trifold um, zines coming out all over the place. So I've got links to all this. Uh, buy them, support them, download them, fold them. And now speaking of folding a zine, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I got my own little uh, pocket mod zine going, the Psionic Platypus. So I'm going to talk about it more t on Friday for the 5-Minute Friday. Um, we're doing a whole shameless self-promotion. On Friday, but now that this is still fresh. If you haven't heard about it yet, you haven't seen it, go over to the Thought Eater blog. I got a link up on the main page. I got a post about it too. You can download my zine. I mentioned it before, but it's free. Pay what you want. It's got A4. It's got uh, U.S. letter. You print it. You fold it. You cut a little slit in it. You end up with these cool like pocket mods. So, if you're into zines this week, oh boy, you got nuggets. You got. Echoes from Fummelhout. You got all these pamphlet jams going on. You got uh, the psionic platypus. So it's just Zine City. And um, yeah, so go over and check out all the links and, and download some of the stuff. Running out of gas, as you might expect. This is a labor of love doing this show. Uh, a lot of reading all week. Uh, putting the posts together on the blog and all these links together for you and then rambling. But I uh, love doing it. And so something I want to mention, now that I got the zine going and uh, now that I'm, you know, got this podcast you know, pretty well established into a, you know, a set schedule and the blog uh, pushing through as well, uh, I'm doing something different. You know, I've talked about ways to support me before. And I wanted to share that uh, I've got a new way you can support me. I launched a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash thought eater. Now, before you flip the dial, <laughs> before it's just like, all right, that's the end of this episode. <laughs> Click. <laughs> Let me just tell you real quick. Uh, you know, all my stuff is, uh, is freely available. You know, you can download the zine for free if you like. You can, you know, listen to this. The only ad I ever put on my podcast is for Anchor and that stuff that I mentioned within the podcast anyway it's uh, truth and advertising as far as anchor goes and you know i'm not cluttering up my blog with uh you know some link you know where you accidentally click it and they you end up you know applying to college at some online college or something like, you know what i mean um i try to keep my stuff pretty clean as far as all the advertising goes and i make it freely available so there's only one tier on my patreon it's just a, do a dollar a month just a buck a month. You can put in more if you want, but it's just one tier, buck a month. So if you like what I'm doing on the podcast, or if you're enjoying the blog, if you're, you're digging the zine, and you want to support me, and you want to swing a dollar a month my way, 
Uh, I've got a link at the bottom of the blog, or you can go to patreon.com forward slash thought eater and check it out. And I'm not going to keep plugging it every episode. I'm going to do one more uh, big plug on Friday, this shameless self-promotion <laughs> five-minute Friday I've put together that I think will be amusing. But anyway, um, it, it'll just help me be able to do, you know, maybe afford some better artwork for the zine. Um, just help me, you know, supplement stuff that I buy for reviews and things like that. So if you like what I'm doing, like I say, it's just one tier. All my stuff stays free a buck a month. So patreon.com forward slash thought eater. The other thing I want to say that I always mention is, you know, without the awesome bloggers, there is no hump day bloggerama. So I'm starting to notice, it seems like on some blogs, I'll see more comments than maybe I had been seeing recently. And sometimes there's some big, you know, decent conversations and stuff going. But if you're reading through the blogs on the hump day bloggerama, whether it's this week or previous weeks, and you're, and you like something, take the time to leave a post for the bloggers, you know, that you don't know what somebody's going through that day, or you don't know, you know, whether they're, you know, frustrated without, you know, feeling like they're just yelling out and out the window, you know what I mean? So just a little great post or anything like that really does go a long way. So if you're enjoying any of this, be sure and get over there and, and, and leave a post just saying, hey, great post, or I really dig this, or whatever, you know. Uh, supporting people is important. That's part of what this show and a lot of the stuff I do really is. It's kind of plugging other people's stuff and sharing it with others because I think it's awesome. And, you know, there's um, no reason we can't all, you know, boost each other and, you know, make each other feel good. <laughs> uh, um, but anyway, I... Uh, I had a great week this week. Uh, I'm actually recording a lot of this on Tuesday. Today's actually my birthday. So, um, my wife is, uh, awesome. And she is making my favorite yearly birthday dinner, which is a big meatloaf with some asparagus and a big strawberry rhubarb pie. So what a better way to end the day than with that giant meal. And, um, anyway, I wanted to thank everyone for listening. If you enjoy the show, checking it out. I want you to know that I appreciate you doing so. And um, I think that's what I've got for you this week. You can message me, frothsoft, frothsof at gmail.com. There's also a uh, contact form over at the Thought Eater blog. You can follow me on Twitter if you like. I hang out there sometimes. There's some decent conversations going on and cool people over there. So uh, wherever I see cool RPG people, I try to be there too. Um, frothsoft on Twitter. Psionic Platypus Z, patreon.com forward slash thought eater, frothsoftdnd.blogspot.com, com, com.